Hey everyone, welcome to Experience Ministries Discipleship Podcast. I'm Dave Smuin, your host, and I'm excited to share biblical principles to help us live our faith and glorify the Lord Jesus. This is episode 11, and today we're going to be talking about one of the most powerful things believers possess, our testimony. I want to encourage you to consider the power of your testimony and how to use it more effectively for personal growth and sharing your faith. Let me start by asking a simple question. What's your testimony? I ask this question a lot, and most of the time people will tell me the story about how they came to faith in Jesus. And it's awesome because our stories are all unique. How we came to Him, what He did in our lives, it's all unique. It's all very, very amazing. Some people accept Jesus as children, and others turn to Him when they're stuck in addiction, facing a divorce, or have other life challenges. Many people think this is all there is to their testimony. However, today I want to share five aspects of your testimony that you may not have considered. The first one is this. Your testimony can be a memorial to remind you of what the Lord has done and to remind others of what the Lord has done. In Joshua chapter 3 and 4, we have the amazing story of the Lord parting the Jordan River so the children of Israel could cross over on dry ground. The Lord tells Joshua in chapter 4 to have 12 men, one from each tribe, go back into the Jordan and pick up a stone and bring it to the place where they're going to stay that night, the place where they're camping. Listen to the reason why in verses 6 and 7. This is Joshua chapter 4, verses 6 and 7, New American Standard. Let this be a sign among you, so that when your children ask later, saying, What do these stones mean to you? Then you shall say to them, Because the waters of the Jordan were cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. When it crossed the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. So these stones shall become a memorial to the sons of Israel forever. Now, think about this. A memorial to the sons of Israel forever. How long ago was that? And yet we're reading it, and we're remembering it, and we're understanding what the Lord did in the lives of those people when they crossed over the Jordan. I want you to grab this. No one can take your testimony. It belongs to you. It's a remembrance of what the Lord has done for you, in you, and through you. That is so powerful. If we could just get a hold of that it would just transform us. I'm just so convinced that if we understood these aspects about our testimony, it would make our faith so much stronger and so much more real. This aspect of our testimony is primarily focused on what happened in the past. It calls to remembrance things that have happened 
and why they're important. This aspect of your testimony can refresh commitments and call you or others to action and obedience. Do you remember how powerfully the Lord moved in your life when you came to faith? Do you remember your commitment to Him? I do, and it stirs me each time I share my testimony. The second aspect I want you to to see today is this. Your testimony can be and is a legal record and evidence. Your first-hand account is valid and powerful. If you're called as a witness, you are being called to give testimony of what you know. Maybe that's what you have seen. Maybe that's what you have heard. Maybe that's what you have experienced. But you're being called to give testimony of what you know. People can challenge and call into question your testimony, but they cannot take away your testimony. So powerful. This is your story or your account of what happened. This is your perspective on an event or a situation. This is what happened to you and how it changed you. This aspect of your testimony can be used to overcome enemies and to give evidence of what the Lord has done in your life. Listen to Revelation 12:11 in the New American Standard. And they overcame him because of the blood of the lamb and because of the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives when faced with death. So they overcame the enemy because of the blood of the lamb obviously and Because of the word of their testimony, our testimonies are so powerful. When you're facing spiritual warfare, use your testimony. This is a legal record and evidence of you surrendering your life to Jesus and your salvation through him. When the enemy accuses you, you must use your testimony to refute the accusations. Let me add that your testimony is strengthened or weakened by how you live your life. If you claim Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you need to live like it. If I claim Jesus as my Lord and Savior, I need to live like it. When we don't, it can create a legal right for the enemy to attack, to accuse, to oppress, to hinder, all kinds of stuff. But when we're living in alignment with our testimony, it's a powerful force to push the enemy back so that we can do what the Lord has called us to do and be who he's called us to be. All right, third aspect is this. Your testimony gives clarity about who you are and what God has called you to do. It is also evidence of who you're not. In John chapter 1, verses 19 through 27, John the Baptist gives testimony about who he was and who he wasn't, and what his mission and purpose was. John was clear on these things, and because he was clear, he was bold when he shared them. This is powerful. When we understand and use it correctly, 
It gives clarity to us and to others about who we are and who we're not. It gives clarity to our purpose and what God has called us to. When doubt, fear, demons, or people come and challenge you, you must be able to testify to who you are and what God has called you to do. Let me give you a quick example of this. This is part of my testimony. I am a new creature in Christ. I am not the old sinner. I am not a failure. I am not a loser. I am not an addict. I am a new creature in Christ Jesus. I am a child of God. He has called me to preach the gospel, equip the saints, and set the captives free. Man, that's powerful. This reminds me and pushes back on the accusations of the enemy. This is my testimony, and no one can take it away. It gives me strength. It gives me joy. It gives me clarity. It gives me focus because I remember what the Lord has done in me and to me and through me and all of it. I remember it. And when I start giving my testimony, I can tell you who I am. I am a blood-bought child of the living God. I can tell you who I'm not. I'm not that old sinner. And so when we get clarity on that, our testimony becomes incredibly useful in everyday life. All right, here's the fourth aspect. Your testimony is a declaration from a first-hand witness who speaks with authority so others will believe. Your testimony is your witness. In other words, you witness or testify to people, and that leads them to a place that they have to make a decision. You share your first-hand account with them. You share what you have seen, what you've heard, what you've experienced, and what you know, so they can make a decision. We see this all the time in business and sales, and it's a powerful concept that is used all the time in sales, but it's much more powerful when it's our testimony of Jesus. When I can tell you this is what Jesus is has done in my life, this is what he set me free from, and you can look at me and go, wow, I had no idea. Well, yeah, because Jesus set me free. That guy's gone. I'm a new creature. Your testimony is powerful. We can share our testimony through our words and through our actions. Our lives and our works bear witness of what we say, right? In John chapter 5, verses 33 through 38, Jesus gives testimony. He explains that his life gives testimony. His works testify of him. The Father testifies of him. And the Scripture gives testimony of him. And when we're walking with the Lord, everything about our lives becomes part of our testimony. It will either help draw people to Jesus or it can turn them off. I mean, we've all heard the criticism about hypocrites, right? And so if if we're saying we're walking with the Lord and yet we're not, then that level of hypocrisy can turn people off. I understand that. I don't like hypocrites and neither do you. Another example of this aspect of our testimony 
comes from Revelation 1-2, where it says, John gave witness to all that he saw. So think about that. The Apostle John testified or gave witness to all the things that he saw, and we have the book of Revelation. It's amazing. All right, here's the fifth and final aspect. Your testimony is an account of your life experiences. This can be past events like how you came to believe in Jesus, or they can be current events. If you ask for my testimony, I may tell you what the Lord did 34 years ago, or I may tell you what he's doing right now, today. I believe it's critically important that we learn to use our testimony effectively. Ask the Holy Spirit what a person needs to hear and when they need to hear it, because the timing can be very, very important. It's a critical aspect that we share the right thing in the right time, and the Holy Spirit can prompt us of when to share and how much to share if we're asking and we're tuned in and listening. Now, I want to leave you with a caution as we wrap up today. Don't share your testimony to glorify you or the mess you are in. And this happens way, way too frequently. In fact, I've fallen into this trap, and my guess is you probably have as well. We start talking about what the Lord saved us from, and pretty quick, we're talking so much about what we did that we're not really focused on what the Lord did, how He brought us out, how He set us free. We don't need to glorify the sin. We don't need to glorify the mess. We need to share what the person needs to hear so they know God can change their situation. And really, that's the whole point of testifying in a witnessing sense, is we want to share with people, this is what the Lord did for me, so I know He can do it for you. All right, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope this uh, maybe broadened your understanding about your testimony. All right, God bless you. Thanks for joining today. 